No, Lisa. What? This is coming out on the 2nd of November. Sp- Spooky season is over. It is officially Christmas. Well, we have Thanksgiving first. Oh, fucking Americans. We're doing fine. I'm doing fine. Welcome to We're Doing Fine with Robbie and Lisa. He's Robbie. And she is the angel that has bent over backwards to accommodate my busy schedule this week, Aww. also known as Lisa. <laughs> that is way too nice of an introduction. I try. I've literally, like, Flatter we me. went to record Boot Club yesterday and, like, literally, we were like, right, six o'clock, let's record. Lisa was like, I'm sitting on my laptop, here we go. And then I went, Oh, sorry, could we not record? Because my friends just texted me and I've not seen her in a while. And Lisa was like, yeah, no bother. So we recorded like an hour, two hours later. And then today we were supposed to record at half five. And then Lisa was like, oh my goodness, I've slept in. And I was like, lol, classic us. The clocks went back. It's only four here. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was late. And then I had a quiz. So I was like, actually, could we maybe not record when we said we could? Could we maybe record it like half nine and then i was like lol i finished early (laughs) (laughs) like lisa has put up with so much shit for me i wouldn't be surprised if this was the last episode of wdf absolutely not i'm more than like happy to accommodate you've definitely been more than accommodating for my schedule in the past so i I, it's just very easy for me because i don't normally have a life (laughs) <laughs> so it just is weird for me when things do happen and I have to be like Lisa I'm so sorry we're both used to me having fuck all to do <laughs> but actually some activities have occurred um, and I may not be free at 5.30pm that is like I am just so happy that you have a social life so it's fine I, w- I wouldn't call it that I wouldn't call it that But it's, it's work and multiple zooms that's it yeah yeah. Though I However, was confused that your time went back already because yeah. it has not happened here yet. And I was just yeah, like, what, I, what? Honestly, it was only last night my mom was like, remember the clocks go back. And I was like, oh, yes. Oh, yes. So I got an extra hour of sleep in my bed last night, which is ideal because I was up at half four for work. So I was technically up at half five. So we'll have to keep in mind that my clocks go back next weekend. <laughs> yeah, so it's now, what is it? It's now a seven-hour time yeah. difference. Yeah. It's so weird that they don't go at the same time. I don't understand yeah. that. And it's always like a week apart, sometimes yeah. two weeks. Well, I think you guys switch back or go forward way earlier than us in the spring. So I don't know. Yeah. That's always but been Lisa- complicated. <laughs> To thank you for all of your support this weekend, I'm drinking water. <gasps> Yay! Robbie's drinking water! You're welcome. And this is actually holiday. my third <laughs> glass. Wow. Mm-hmm. You've officially had more water than me today. In fairness, my day is over and yours is, is halfway through, so... <laughs> it's true. True. <laughs> yeah. But so proud. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. I am drinking water because I feel like, um, have you ever seen a freeze-dried strawberry? Yes. That's what I feel like my brain oh my is. Like, I feel dead inside. Robbie! Like, I was worried that I would be low energy for the podcast, but thankfully, 
we've passed that and we're now onto like hysteria. Hello. So we're good. Yes. Second we're wind. Good. Here we fucking go. And I have to go to bed straight after this because I've got work at six again. So I'm <laughs> up at half four. And who knows if I'm going to sleep. <laughs> fun. Yeah. Super fun. Luckily, I'm a boss ass bitch at my job and I did all of my work yesterday. Nice. So I'm just going to sit in the office and look for emails. Perfect. Yeah, I was going to say Happy Halloween. And Happy Halloween! We're going to dress up. Oh, yes. So I dressed up as a medieval person. A wench. A wench. A wench. And will you say that in the most endearing term? Exactly. I was a wench. It was a beautiful, beautiful wench. Yeah. How about you? Tell me all about your Halloween costume. Okay, so I so at work there's a competition. So I encouraged all my partners at work to dress up. Mm-hmm. And then I felt really bad that I was asking them to do this. Or not asking, like, I wasn't asking them to do it. But I was just saying that they were allowed to. Yeah. But then I was like, I don't want them to all turn up and me not be joining in. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, do as I say, not sense. as I do. Yeah. So I made an effort. I got some vampire fangs, which A, were fucking pointless because I had to wear a mask at work. And B, kept falling out, so I ended up taking them out anyway. But I also put on... Lots of black eyeshadow and some eyeliner. Love it. I don't know how people that wear makeup do it because I was so uncomfortable all day. Oh, how? Like, it was just, you know, like, I'd rub my eye and then there was eyeshadow in my eyeballs. My eyeball was burning. Like, I don't think I'm allergic to the makeup or anything. It wasn't like that. Oh, no, you can't touch your face when you wear makeup. It's just, yeah. Like, it's, it's just having shit on your face constantly. Like, I couldn't even deal with eyeshadow. I don't know how people wear foundation. Honestly, I don't feel foundation. I don't know. I don't feel it. Um, It's annoying when you are talking on the phone and then the entire screen of your phone, like, the foundation, like, sti- like rubs off on it and then you have to clean oh, your phone God. screen. But I never even thought of that. Yeah, it's oh, really no. annoying. Uh, um, so, and it's yeah. also annoying when it, like, schleps off if it gets too hot and you're just, like, sweating oh, and no. it's just all coming off and you're just like, I'm dead. This is so gross. But, like, generally you just, like, don't, don't touch your face. Um, but I've also been wearing makeup since, like, full face foundation since I was in middle school, so. Yeah. 12-year-old Lisa, super orange face, um... But it was But that very... was the look back in school, wasn't it? Oh my god, it so it so was. I think it still is. The young people have it so much easier these days with all of their YouTube makeup tutorials. I know. I need to watch some of like James Robertson or something. Learn how to do eyeliner again. Fourteen year old Robbie would be judging my eyeliner skills right now. Oh, so I told Robbie I was gonna send him a video and I ended up brushing yesterday and I could not, but I'll send you a video. Thanks so much. Because, like, I had to, I couldn't find Halloween makeup, so I had to buy actual makeup. So now I'm just going to wear eyeliner because I own it and I don't want to waste it. Absolutely. I mean, I love eyeliner. It's, like, my one favorite. It's, like, my favorite part of makeup. Like, if I had to pick one makeup that I could only wear, just having my, having good eyeliner done makes you look so much, like, more put together. I don't know how. Yeah. How I want to look sexy all the time, and eyeliner does that. It does. It's amazing. I also, like, just while we're talking about feeling sexy, I think I might get contact lenses again. Ooh. Do I look weird like this? No, you don't look weird. I think you could definitely pull off some contact lenses. You might want to tweeze your brows. I don't know if you do that or, like, fill them in. I normally thread 
Well, I don't normally thread them. Amy used to take me to get them threaded when she went to get them threaded. But since moving out with Amy, I've not really been to get my eyebrows done. Yeah. But so yeah. I think if you wear, if you if you do contacts, you might have to pay more attention to your eyebrows. But aside from that. Yeah, because these really cover those bad boys up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I mean, like, honestly, you don't have to get them threaded. I have very thick eyebrows. I just tweeze. I don't like tweezing. It makes me sneeze. Really? Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll go, and then I'll be like, and sneeze. Fascinating. Yeah. And even when other people do it. That one's weird. And then I'm just, <laughs> then I'm just sneezing it on someone else. Like, it's just bizarre. Huh. Yeah. Very strange. Indeed. Well, since it is Halloween, even though this comes out a couple days after. Yes. What costumes are you expecting to see? <laughs> I think we're going to see a lot of Squid Game. Yep. I think we're going to see a lot of Harley Quinns again. Yeah. And I think we're going to see a lot of... I unfortunately don't think it's going to be like new Harley Quinn. I think it's going to be everyone dusting off their old Harley Quinn costumes. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, um, oh, I had something I was going to say. Gotten. Like maybe some Avengers stuff. Classic. Um, Spider-Man, obviously. Mm, yeah. And I'm really hoping for some Dune outfits. I don't know. I think it might be too soon for Dune. Too soon for Dune? Too soon for Dune. Oh, oh, I still... Do you remember Callum's significant other, Calvin, suggested that we do a Dune-themed episode yeah. and call it Weird Dune Fine? <laughs> I need I'm to obsessed. read slash watch Dune, but I'm down. Oh my god, I'll try and finish the book and then I'll include it in your care package. <laughs> I have the book. I do have the book, actually. So Then, re- why don't we make a book club pick? It is so big! Yeah, I know, but... We would need know. we would need to use at least two months for Dune. We could do three, because it's, it's split in three parts. That's why there's three movies that's coming so, out. That's so many months. I don't know, maybe we'll, maybe we'll do a Twitter poll to let us know if that's something you're interested in. Yeah. <laughs> so that is a dedication that is a dedication like callum Uh, callum made those like what what in the back of the book oh my god yeah like the pamphlets of all the information about it there's so many i didn't even realize that was there i'll have to go and have a (laughs) look ravi you didn't know that was there they explain most of it in the book you know they do yeah, it's like they're calling him this name, and then he's like, what does that mean? And then they're like, it means you're the chosen one, the messiah. I've seen some interesting critiques of Dune. Um, I have not read or watched it, so that being I've said. Seen, I've seen the film, and I've read the part of the book that is covered in the film. And spoiler free, but I've heard, I think it's fantastic. Okay. I've heard a lot of people complain that it's too political, and I'm like, it's a political book. You fucking twat. Yeah. What were you expecting? Like, the whole storyline is about politics of these great houses and the imperium that they are led by. Like, what were you just wanting a ton of sandworms and some spaceships? Like, Yes, that's what they were wanting. <laughs> that's exactly what they were wanting. Like, I, I think that's a stupid criticism because art is off. Like, more often than not, inherently political. Like, yeah. and Dune and, like, novels and movies are inherently art. I Means sometimes yeah. they're propaganda. It's not the same as art, but. Yeah, very true, very true. It's usually one so, or the other. Yeah. What Halloween costumes do you think you'll see? I mean, I totally agree. I think we'll see a lot of Squid Game. Um, so, because the, the boy and I are officially good for COVID, we are feeling better. We have ticked all of the boxes and we're allowed to go outside. Um, Yay! I went downtown and walked around. 
and saw a bunch of like all of the bar crawl people and like saw all the costumes. Um, a lot of Lederhosen. I was very confused by that. Um, oh. <laughs> Did they think it was Oktoberfest? I mean, I feel like because a lot of those things didn't happen the last two years, everyone's just kind of smushing that shit together. Very easily. Yeah. yeah. It's October. <laughs> get the Lederhosen out. <laughs> the wrong end of the month, guys. Literally, I think I saw at least like five dudes in Lederhosen. Um, were they hot? Some were, some were old. Disappointing. Yeah. Um, trying to think, what else did I see that like really stuck out? Um, I mean, just like a lot of people basically just wearing lingerie, um, like wearing as little as possible. Yeah. Classic, classic Halloween. Exactly. A lot <gasps> of like, I'm a mouse, duh. Like, <laughs> I'm in a bra and panties and some round ears. I'm a mouse. Obviously. Never fucking seen Minnie Mouse dress like that before. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, she does only wear a skirt or a yeah, little, little dress. But her ass a, does hang out. Yeah. <laughs> Leave her alone. I mean, this is not related. I'm so sorry to change the topic. <laughs> but it's just because we were talking about Halloween. And then I was thinking, it's almost Christmas. And I can say this because this comes out on Tuesday. So at Starbucks, it's now officially first tastes, which means if you have the Starbucks rewards app, you can get our Christmas drinks before they launch. Ooh. Soon. I mean, that that might be a UK thing because we've got Thanksgiving in the States. Oh, yeah, it's 100% a UK thing. Like, I mean, I don't know how the US works for the Christmas promotion, but from the time that this podcast comes out, mm-hmm. we are in the middle of Christmas first tastes, which means you can order the Christmas drinks using your Starbucks app. So I am so excited because it means I can get an eggnog latte. <gasps> Fancy. An eggnog latte. I don't I'm like so eggnog. <laughs> Do you know what though? One of my one of my friends at work said that today, and mm-hmm. I was like, "How do you not like eggnog?" And he was like, "Because I don't really like the idea of drinking egg." And I was like, "No, no, no." Do you like custard? And he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Because it tastes like custard." No, it doesn't. So I then like, yes, yes, it does. No, it doesn't. So I steamed him because like. Obviously, we have to let the partners try it so they can sell it to customers. So I steamed some and we put it in low cups and we had a little eggnog. And what did they say? OMG, this is delicious. And I was like, yes, it is. He doesn't really like coffee. And I was like, eggnog steamer. Just a fucking cup of eggnog. Go for it. I support that dream for you. <laughs> See, maybe I maybe I need to give eggnog a different taste, like an, another taste. But like, I have the same issue that I have with Iron Brew. Oh no, it just kind of tastes like bubblegum. That's why it's delicious. Well... It's just like sugar, sugar. I don't sugar. know, like not not That's good sugar. It's <laughs> literally why we drink it, Lisa. <laughs> I don't know. There's something I don't like about it. I'm allowed to have a different taste, Robbie. <laughs> no, I don't allow that at all. He said that. He said that was the thing you were allowed. I thought when we signed up to this podcast that you would just bleep, bleep, you know, just think I'd just be a yes man. Said. Yeah, literally. Like I'm confused now as to what the the program is weird weird (laughs) well one one more thing about spooky season because we had touched on this when you had brought Mm -hmm. up your vampire things ah yes the other day oh yes robbie had confessed to me (laughs) that he used to wear vampire things all the time oh you're right school yeah i was a vampire boy i need more i need more information there's not really any more information to have no i need Um, all of the information (laughs) 
it happened because there was a really hot guy in my sister's year, so he was maybe three years older than me. Okay. And I think his name was Paul, and he had, like, proper emo friends. Yes. He was so pale. He had, like, jawline for days. Do you know what I mean? Like, he was super tall. Um, and he just wore vampire fangs all the time. And I thought this was the coolest fucking thing. So I bought vampire fangs and wore them as well. I love it. I knew there was more. How long did you keep this up for? Like a year and a half. Wow. That is so much time. Eating lunch was hard. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Still not skinny. (laughs) So like a liquid diet. Do you pop them off when you got home every day? Like Yeah. I'm not gonna wear them at home. I I don't know. Did you have a hard time with Twilight Girls? Um, Twilight wasn't really a thing back then. Oh, it like when I did it. Oh no, it what? I saw yeah. So when I wore the vampire fangs, it wasn't really, and it was only because we were. Oh, I can't remember. So I think Twilight by the end of it, Twilight had just come out. Okay. So by the end of my vampire fascination, Twilight had just come out. So I was reading that, and you know they didn't have fangs and they fucking sparkled, and I was just like, cool, maybe vampires are like lame. Um, still read the entire um. Quadrilogy, but you know, quadrilogy quartet. It's a qu- I, I'm not sure. I think at that point it's a saga. Well, no, that's what she says. It's the Twilight Saga, but like the Mortal Engines is a Mortal Engines quartet. I think with books after trilogy, it gets real ambiguous. I'm here for it. Um, I want a quintology. I love that. Mm-hmm. You should write one. Um, <laughs> Nana Remo starts tomorrow. Oh my god, so it does. Are you doing it? No, I really should, because I've been wanting to get into the practice. So I'm sure anyone who listens to this probably knows what NaNoWriMo is, but in case you don't, it's National Novel Writing Month. Um, You have to try and write like 50,000 words in a month. Um, Very hard, I've never finished. It's hard work, I've never, never finished it. either. Lisa never does it, it, not Lisa, sorry, Sarah does it every fucking month. It's wild. Every year, sorry. Not every month. That's a lot of words. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Stephen King level of words. Literally. I'm like, we should do it as a challenge, but I don't even have an idea. I mean, I have, a di- I have an idea and I want to like, I have a story that I was working on before the pandemic and then I kind of stopped writing and I have not written at all during the pandemic and I want to get back into it. So I think I might need to start with like short stories. I don't know. Yeah, my problem is uh, every year I'm like, I'm going to do NaNoWriMo and then I come up with a, like a really cool storyline and you and Sarah are like, oh my god, write this book, we need to hear more. And then I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because last year you had this idea for like a pandemic romance, right? Yeah, and they like lived in a basement, it was cool. <laughs> you should have done, you should do that. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> See, coming up with the ideas is the fun part. Doing the writing is yeah. the hard part. The problem is they then sit in my brain and I feel guilty when I don't write. Mm, I feel you. Because then your characters mm. are just trapped. I know. Speaking Maybe of... Maybe I'll rewrite Going Nuclear. Oh, sorry. Oh my god, no. No, no, oh my god. Rewrite Going Nuclear. I've never gotten to read it. You I'm never so sent me Going s- Nuclear. I can send you it now if you want. Yes. Oh my god. Is, so Going Nuclear is a book that Robbie wrote a long time ago? I, yeah, I wrote when I was 15. And I need to read it. Tell tell the listeners what it's, what it's about. So, uh, Going Nuclear is about um, a boy called Scott Stone. He's 15 years old. And he lives in the crater field that hangs over Earth. Um, it's set in the future, guys. It's a sci-fi. <laughs> and um, 
so he is in his spaceship because he's got a spaceship because you can fly at 15. Blah, blah, blah. Um, mm-hmm. And so he's in his spaceship and he witnesses his parents get assassinated <gasps> um, by someone knocking their spaceship into a crater filling with lava. It's wild. It's a spaceship. Why did they just fly away? They were asleep. <laughs> at the wheel. <laughs> no. Um, so anyway, he gets framed for it. Whoa. So he then has to go on the run with this girl that he had been on a date with when he saw it happen. <laughs> um, I think her name is Casey with a K because, like, for some reason I was obsessed with with K's. So it's like Scott okay. with a K, Casey with a K. Um, is it Casey? I can't remember. Um, anyway, and then they like they. <laughs> Oh no, I just remembered the worst part. <laughs> they meet a group of friends that are their age, um, at, on in, on Mars, in oh, the yeah. dome cities of Mars, um, and <laughs> their friends are called the De-Russianators, because they hate <laughs> Russians, because the Russians are bad. <laughs> what kind of Cold War bullshit is that? <laughs> literally, I'd, I'd literally been learning about the Cold War when I wrote this story. That makes so, so, so much sense. It's so, like, anti-Russian. And the worst part is, Lisa, the worst part is having gone to uni after writing this and studying it, there's so many tropes in it that yeah. are so unhealthy. Like, there's, um, there's like, colonial, colonial tropes. There's the savage, um, oh, no, what's it? The, uh, the, the, the noble savage. Oh. Yeah? So he, he's in there. Fucking one of the Russians turns on turns on the Russians to save the bad guys, but what does he get in return? He dies to save the good guys. Oh, and I'm just like, Robbie, how are you fifteen years old in order to reach purity? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, fifteen years old. How are you writing this fucking savage nob- noble savage trope from like propaganda since you were a child? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Terrifying. Anyway, so that all happens. Like Casey, they get split up. Ugh. And oh, oh my god, I'm actually just remembering there's like an alternate ending where they all die. Oh um, but I didn't actually like use that bit. But what I did was there's a court case at the end because obviously, like, they do like all this stuff. Um, and based on what each of them say at the court case, uh, they actually all split up. Mm-hmm. Um, and Casey hasn't seen Scott and Ages. Um, and then I started writing a sequel from so the first one is from Scott's point of view. Mm-hmm. So I wrote a sequel that was from Casey's point of view where she's then she's being targeted by these people mm-hmm. so she has to try and get in touch with Jason and Scott again um, and I wrote it knowing that Scott was going to die halfway through it oh. and it was going to be about how Casey didn't really need Scott and you know so she basically has to realise like like because I don't know I just there I don't know there's just such a connection where like Scott saves Casey, Scott saves Casey, Scott saves Casey, mm-hmm. Casey goes missing, Casey spends the entire time trying to find Scott again. And I was like, this girl is a strong, independent woman, and that is the character that I wrote. Mm-hmm. Why do I keep making her go after this guy? Yeah. So I wanted a storyline that makes, so she, the sto- the whole story is about how she, um, she realizes she doesn't need Scott, but she like wants to be with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he dies, and then she's like, "Okay, shit." So how? What was my life gonna be like if Scott wasn't in it? And then she has to like just do her own thing. And I kind of wanted to like have it that like the guy dies just to further her storyline. Yeah, you know, like flip that, flip the fridge, flip that, flip yeah, flip the fridge. Um, but again, one of those stories that I just never wrote. Band name, I call it. Flip the fridge. Flip the fridge, absolutely. Like, 
You need to write a theory essay on that and get it fucking published. <laughs> Flip the fridge. Love it. I think this should become a book and then become a movie. And speaking of movies, it's time to say hi to our friend Bill. Oh, hi, Bill. Hey, hey, Bill. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi there, I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and on my podcast, I go through all of the movies coming out during the week. I throw in some news and talk about the latest trailers. So check out Future Flicks each Wednesday on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube. I'll see you in the future. And thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. A pleasure as always. So, Lisa. Yes. I've hijacked your bit. <gasps> what? I've got a who asked for this. Who asked for this? Did, did I do it? You did it. You did, did it. Do it very right? good. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes. I've got a who asked for this for you. Wow. What? A, okay. Tell me all about it. Today, I'm mm-hmm. saying who asked for critics reviews of Eternals. Are they not not great? They're bad. <gasps> They're bad. What? They it are... looks so good. It is the lowest rated on Rotten Tomatoes of Marvel film ever. Oh, shit. It's at 59%. Wow. And I just, I don't get it. Like you say, it looks good. Um, Star-studded cast. Star-studded cast. I think the storyline looks incredible. I'm excited to hear about what the Celestials' plans are for the universe. Mm -hmm. Um, So not only have the critics just, like, blasted it, it's also being review bombed on IMDb for having <clears throat> for having <sighs> it's so disgusting mm. <clears throat> for having a gay couple in it. Oh, oh no! The worst. How dare they? Do they? Good. Quick question: Is the gay couple like? Do they maybe hold hands and or and or stare longingly at each other for one scene that is easily deletable for China? Um, I don't think so. So this is Uh-oh. actually one of the members of Eternals is a gay man with a husband and a family. Uh-huh. When they go to bring the Eternals team back together, they have to go and visit his family. Oh, that's lovely. So I'm not entirely sure how easily that will be able to be changed. Yeah. Like the translation will just be like, "This is my roommate." <laughs> and his children. <laughs> yeah. His wife died. <laughs> we kiss on the lips because it's his culture. Yeah. He's an alien. Oh. <laughs> so funny. yeah, there's also the first ever deaf superhero, and people think that's pandering. Why? How is that pandering? People are fucking wild, man. How is having people that you know have different, who are differently abled, like pandering? Because we're like, more representative how, of the actual human experience. Yeah, like, I just... How egotistical do you have to be that's, like, every single superhero that has ever existed before this has been representative of me and my people and my culture and my sort of privilege. But how dare you include a gay person in this movie? Because I can't relate to that. Yeah. A deaf person? How dare how dare they're super they're supposed (laughs) to be perfect yeah and by perfect i mean we've had nine titles before 
before fucking Captain Marvel that were led by a straight white guy named Chris. Yep. Nine. So I ask you again, Lisa, who asked for this? Um, no one asked for this, but Brie Larson did warn us that this was going to happen. Brie Larson did warn us. And she got a lot of backlash. And therefore, Captain Marvel got a lot of backlash. And that's all fucking stupid. Though, I do have a one. The one thing I will say is IMDb have, at this moment, deleted all of the fake reviews. Good. Thank goodness. I just don't understand how how it can be possible to put a review on. Film's not right, you shouldn't yet. be able to review a movie that you have not seen yet, had the ability yeah. to even see yet. Like, literally. Like, I get having, you know, licensed, peer-reviewed journalists, critics, even if they're wrong. Yeah. But, like, guys, please. <laughs> okay, I know you were trying to hijack who asked for this, but I have a sneaky little bastard. And this bastard, his name's Donald Trump. Oh, him again. And oh, and his new social network that just launched. Oh, another one? Yeah, he made a copy of Twitter. Oh, what's it called? I'll set, set up an account. Um, I want to give you one guess what it's named. Truth. Yes. <gasps> no, it's not. It's named Truth Social. <laughs> <laughs> I am Donald Trump. <laughs> Did you actually know that? No. <laughs> I am shocked and amazed at myself. Yes, it is truth social. Um, that what a guy, what a guy. <laughs> I'm just. And instead of like posting a tweet, you have to you have to press a button post- when you like you know like how you tweet or whatever, right? You post a tweet, mm-hmm. send out a tweet, like you you write down. You write down your garbage, and then you press a button that says tweet. Yeah. You, in his platform, you post truths. So you write down your little garbage, and then you post the truth. It's just so painfully on the nose, Donald. Yeah. I might down- it- is- Do they have an app? Um, I believe they have an app. I might download it, just see what the crack is. But it's, it is a, um, it's claiming <laughs> to stand up to the tyranny of big tech. Big tech. Um, you're gonna, you're gonna fight big tech <laughs> by making an app, <laughs> and it it claims to be a place that encourages an open, free, and honest global conversation without discriminating against political di- ideology. However, the terms of agreements, the terms of service for this, for truth, um, forbids users to post anything. That may disparage, tarnish, or otherwise harm in our opinion, us, and or the site. So you we're all about the about truth, truth here, but you cannot criticize Trump or the truth social network on the truth social network. This man, baby. So. Absolutely cannot. Who asked for this? That Nobody. is my question. Actually, probably a lot of Americans. <laughs> mm. You know. Fucking Americans. Fucking Americans. That's just your kind of like mon, mon- like that. That's just your my mantra. Yeah, your mantra enough. for the day. <laughs> um, if it makes you feel better, my prime minister was speaking at uh, the G twenty summit. Hmm. I just want to like as we said last time. Oh God. Oh God. Hmm. 
two trains collided. Oh shit! This, this evening, yeah. Breaking news from two days ago. Right, where is it? Right, Boris Johnson, Prime Minister of Britain, piece of garbage that is the leader of the Conservatives, has said, where is it? Oh my god, savage. Bin collection and clean and street cleaner strikes are set to go ahead on Monday in Glasgow as the city hosts world leaders at the COP26 summit. Gotta be stinking. <laughs> what? Oh, um, the, so the Glasgow Council are in an argument with the unions so the street cleaners and the people that collect the bins mm-hmm. are going on strike while all of the world leaders are in the city <laughs> thumbs up boris johnson has said the science is clear that we need to act now to have emissions by 2030 and keep 1.5 centigrade within reach there are no compelling excuses for our procrastination he says if we don't act now the paris agreement will be looked at in the future not as the moment humanity opened its eyes to the problem but the moment we flinched and turned away just 12 gt uh, g20 members have committed to reach net zero by 2050 or earlier he says he adds the countries most responsible for historic and present day emissions are not yet doing their fair share of the work to prevent COP26 from being a failure, this must change, he tells the news conference. If Glasgow fails, then the whole thing fails. Paris will have crumpled at the first reckoning. He says progress has been made at the G20 and we've had a reasonable G20, but there is still a huge way to go. Tell that to your own party, my man. Yeah, as as the fact that England is historically one of the highest polluters... Um, Y'all like, literally had a thing called pea soup days. For the smog. It genuinely baffles me. I got this headline being like, Boris Johnson says people aren't doing enough. And I'm like, he is people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling out myself, hoping that other people won't notice that I'm talking about myself. If, about, by talking in a vague they them, maybe they won't notice I mean me. In my country. Oh my god, is that Boris's pronouns? <gasps> These, they, them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Makes so much sense. Yeah, but like, oh, I just I couldn't believe it. I was like, are you for real? Just madness. wild. Utter madness. I think we're going to get a lot of this mm-hmm. over the next few days. Anyway, so hopefully that makes you feel better <laughs> about Donald Trump. Definitely. Um, Speaking of vague language. One thing that I'm just very angry about, and I just have to mention it, and then we can mention go on to greener pastures. And by that, you mean in the episode. Um, <laughs> the Kyle Rittenhouse trial is going on right now. I heard about this. Oh my God. Yes. And the judge. I know exactly what you're going to say. The judge has disallowed the use of the word victim for the people that he has objectively shot. Um, yep. Which, you know, if we wanted to go with the fact that everyone is everyone is innocent until proven guilty it is a l- fact. It is a legal fact that he shot these people. You could just say the people he shot. Yeah. You don't have to say but it. Tell victims, us, Lisa. But they what? will allow them to use the words rioters and arsonists. So I read that they had to that those were they were given three that they could choose, mm-hmm. which were rioters. What was it? Rioters, looters, or arsonists. That they had to choose between those three, and I was just like, surely no. I'm not sure if they actually will have to use one of those. I hope that they will have the know-how to work around and, you know, come up with the people that Kyle shot. Yeah. Because that is 
an objective and legal fact yeah. that he shot these people. And really what they're looking for is whether they are his victims or not. Yeah. And I kind of get it. I get it. Like, you're right. But From you, yeah, innocent I, I get it guilty. if you're trying yeah. to be... If you're trying to yeah. be as objective as possible, or sub- um, I don't know the word, right, but, words right now, but like if you're trying to be. No, you're, you're so right. If you're being objective. Yeah, yeah, if you're being as non biased as possible, victim is, um, what's the word? Not weighted, but it's. Uh, biased? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> not biased. There was, a, there was a great word in the article that I read. It's like a, like a. Like an inflammatory, not yeah. what I'm looking for. But also, so is arsonist and rioter. And looter, yeah. And Those looter, are all like, have very negative connotations attached. Madness. All right. I just want to be mad about that for a second. And also stay mad about SB8 because that is still in effect in Texas. Um, you know, I just like to sprinkle things in. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Sprinkle in the anger. Mm-hmm. Just a dash of misery. Um, misery, babe. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Love that for you. Um, the boy's a lucky boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Good thing. Good thing. One quick, very fun story. So there was a hiker. Oh. They got lost. Oh no! They got lost. And well done. Though. They were lost for like twenty four hours, and rescue oh, had been know. sent out to ask to go look for them. Um, mm-hmm. and they tried calling their cell phone. This hiker. Did not pick up his phone because he thought they were robocalls. He did not recognize the number. Do you know what? I get it. <laughs> I wouldn't answer a mysterious number either. Right? Like if you're looking for, like if you're looking, if, if you're trying to, if you're lost in the woods, first of all, you're trying to conserve your fucking battery. Yeah. I'm, if the California COVID team could call me and it shows up as California COVID team, surely rescuers yeah. could figure out how to have a name pop up on the phone. Literally. Madness. But did they get found eventually? No, he found his way back. Oh, <laughs> All good. on his own. Good. Good. I'm glad. But that is the most millennial story. Like, fucking... Literally. Just the prevalence of robocalls. I cannot tell you how many times a day people call me about either warrants out for my arrest or... Yeah. Or about my car's extended warranty. <laughs> yeah. I just cannot. I, I've started being like, I don't have a car. And then they're like, what? <laughs> I just get really sassy with them. So I had three phone calls from Carphone Warehouse. Mm-hmm. And so the first one I got, I was like, oh, I'm really sorry. Like, I'm not I'm not looking for a new phone. Um, I'm not, I don't care about your deals. I'm just, I'm so sorry. Like, I'll just waste your time. I'm going to hang up now. I hope you have a great day. Next one, I was like, look, I'm, I already spoke to you about this. I'm not interested in any deals. Please stop calling me. Third one was... Hi, how did you get this number? Could you please take this off your records? Mm-hmm. And then the fourth one, oh my god, um, somebody from work overheard it and they were like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> um, he was like, eh, hi, is that Mr. Mickey? I was like, yes, it is. Who's calling? And he was like, hi, it's me from um, Carphone Warehouse. How's your day going? And I was like, I'm not going to lie, me from Carphone Warehouse. Today just got a whole lot fucking worse because this is the fourth call that I've had from Carphone Warehouse this week. And I've asked you three times to take my number off of your records. And he was like, I've never called you before. And I was like, I don't give a fuck if you've never called me before. Three other people from Carphone Warehouse have called me. And I've told those three other people that I'm not interested in anything that you've got to sell me. And I want you to take my number off your records because I don't want any more phone calls. And he was like, but sir, I've I've never phoned you before. 
And I was like, if you don't fucking get my number off your records right now, I'm going to speak to your supervisor. And then he hung up. Wow. Because I'm assuming he doesn't have a supervisor. He is a scam. Yeah. It's a scam. But I just got really pissed off. Understandably. At least they're real people for you. For us, they're just robot voices. Oh, yeah. No, I do get the robot one as well. It's always terrifying when it's like silence and you're like, hello. And then it's like, hello. And it's always so loud. Oh, we don't get the hello, hello, are you there? It just immediately. Oh my god, our robots pretend that they're human. (laughs) Yeah, it's so creepy. Hi, hi, yeah. Thanks for answering. I'm just calling about the traffic accident you were in last week. That's right. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) So if you could just like I'm like, Gal, I have not spoken. I have not said a word. That's wild. Yeah, terrifying. Oh man. Well, with that, I think that's us oh, for the that week. On that note, absolutely. <laughs> we are done. We offer no usual. solutions. No solutions, only complaints. That's the we're doing fine way. We're doing fine. <laughs> anyway, you know the drill, guys. We are on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. We're on Facebook. Um, I'm Instagram. trying something new today. I'm going to just put them in the bio. And if you're interested, <gasps> you can just read them there. I don't have time for that reel anymore, Lisa. So that is it from us this week. It feels unnatural going straight to that without the socials. But Tell your friends about the podcast. Word of mouth is our best way of getting new listeners. She always remembers something that I've forgotten. (laughs) While we're at it, rate and review, subscribe. Please. Uh, Oh, and join us for a book club. We have a new book for (gasps) November. Yeah, we We do. We are reading A Gentleman in Moscow by Amor Towles. Love it. Yes, very excited for that. So that is it from us for this week. Until next Tuesday, keep, keep doing fine. I don't want a lot for Christmas. Thanksgiving! Thanksgiving. <laughs>